0: Awesome!
1: Sounds perfect. How you? How we feeling tonight?
0: Oh man, I am feeling good, man. I've been a little nervous, man, getting this going, but I'm excited, dude. It's more of an excited nervous.
1: Oh man, Uh, I I can definitely understand that, man. I've
0: been wanting to do something like this for forever, man. So having the opportunity to do this, I really appreciate you. Oh yeah, man. Hey.
1: No, I appreciate you, man. Um ain't reason to be nervous. The people need this, man. Oh uh, hell, yeah. hell d- yeah.
0: They
1: don't they don't realize what they need, but like a good doctor, man, you know what I'm saying? We prescribing it to them. We prescribing <laughs> it to it. them. I love it. So on that note, man, uh welcome to the people to the first episode. Uh, the first installment of our new podcast. This yes, will sir. be the Saturday showdown. Yes, sir. Um, we'll be delivering this to you every week. Um, just to kind of give you a synopsis of what you can expect from us every week. Um, we are no experts. We're going to lay that down here. Yeah, none if, whatsoever. If you're coming here for statistical analysis, advanced stats, all this uh. F- you know, your sports center facts, like no running back on Thursday night in Cincinnati has ever put up hundred and eighty-nine yards like on the road. <laughs> we, we we're not gonna have no
0: stats like no, that. No, we're me. not gonna predict that either.
1: Yeah, it ain't gonna be anything like that right there, man. We're just gonna come to you mostly. Um since college football is a very
0: uh it's a non predictable, like unpredictable sport. There you go. I mean it's a very unpredictable sport. Kind of like that knockout last night. Shouts out to Leon. But, yeah, uh, man.
1: <laughs> Absolute bonkers. Uh to be down knowing you need a finish or oh, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna lose the fight. Down.
0: And the chance that he had a shot to submit him in the first round and just ran out of time and then to go through four technically three and a half rounds of punishment and then to get stood up by Herb Dean with two minutes to go with a shot at the title, man. I mean, you couldn't ask for anything better, dude. Anything better, man.
1: You got to take advantage of your opportunities when you got them.
0: (laughs) Damn right,
1: bro. That kick is... I I ain't watched that clip since this
0: morning waking up. uh, Hey, man. Shocked away. After last night and I can still see that kick. <laughs> Shocked the world. I couldn't even talk for like ten minutes. My jaw was on the floor, bro. I had to go and pick it up. Like I literally couldn't even move. I couldn't believe it, and to see him laid out like that, like the champ, the pound for pound number one, like seven straight title defense. <laughs> Excuse me, but I couldn't believe it, brother. I couldn't believe it. Shock Just the world. he was absolutely floored.
1: <laughs> he was absolutely floored. another planet another uh, fucking planet bro <laughs> hey man listen that and that's why ufc's you know worth checking out when they have their fight nights not only do you get a bunch of uh fights throughout the day you can pretty much watch it from like four or five o'clock in the afternoon till the fight <laughs> uh just through the prelims <laughs> and everything ain't
0: on either. Especially if you if you know the up and coming is coming up, it's a great sport to watch.
1: I'd say this
0: and college football could be the most unpredictable sports of all time, dude.
1: Oh yeah, oh They're yeah. Must watch. Must
0: watch they must watch.
1: That they are. Every week, um, and I know a lot of people out there are like college football ain't too predictive, you know, good teams win all the time, and yeah, it is. and it's like, yeah, I mean, that does happen, but then you have your occasional upset, you do have the um, occasional. you do have your occasional upset, and it just tilts the college football world 100%. Um, and hopefully, when that happens, we can uh put you on the right side of that uh matchup and you can win a little money, oh, um, yes. You know, because another purpose of this show is not only talking college football and all the madness that go around it. You know, the pageantry and the food that goes with it. We're definitely gonna be talking and ankles. Um, if, <laughs> if you know me, you know I like you know, I like for everybody to get in on that free money. If you know the sport, you know, you might as well take that knowledge and transfer it to some funds in your bank account. Hey. So we'll definitely be talking. Uh, betting angles and now, am I expert? Better am I the greatest better of all time? No, but I know a, a good outright dog winner when I see one. I know a good, oh, these two teams are putting up points all day and night on each other when I see one. And I know, oh, that line is completely wrong when I see one oh
0: yeah,
1: oh, yeah. So, um, stay with us, man. Um, interact with us. Uh, feedback is always graciously greatly appreciated. So hundred percent hundred percent reach out to us. Exactly. Reach we need to know to what you guys are feeling, what you ain't feeling. Um, and then sometimes we're just not gonna care. You know, if we think hey, something's gonna work.
0: At the end of the day, this belongs to us. Exactly. It belongs to us. And uh we you know, we respect feedback, we respect comments, you know. We're gonna read them Um and uh you know we we take the adjustments uh and we'll we'll put them where we need to put them when yeah. we need to put them
1: you know what i'm saying For, we we like a good uh coordinator <laughs> we like a good coordinator the head coach can tell us you know <laughs> think we should be playing we still this guy gotta
0: make the decision ourselves you know what i'm saying
1: Oh, yeah like you should be playing this guy and it's like uh, you should worry about the offense
0: yeah, that's, right. <laughs> that's right 100%
1: so uh with this first episode of the show you know that's pretty much our introduction to the Saturday showdown uh shout out to Bobby for the logo the artwork uh, oh my god this.
0: fire logo fire logo couldn't have came out any better uh we really appreciate that that was a hell of a logo and uh hit him up any any uh any graphic needs you need done hit if him for up. Certain. he's available hit him up all
1: his work is authentic. He draws it himself. He has free ideas. Uh, you just pretty much you just give him what you what you think you're looking for, and um, he you know he his return time is it, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. He's he's working on a lot right now. He's picked up recently. So um, whether you're an artist, you know someone who has their own podcast, uh, someone who just um, who just wants custom artwork in general
0: custom artwork you know i mean it don't it don't even matter podcast a network a business anything go your get graphic at it. design needs are fulfilled by your boy
1: all right um because football top 25 man yeah. uh it's not that- too not too shocking Yes. Shocking, you know, obviously. You got your your obvious names. You got a couple of schools that, you know, are not. Traditionally,
0: really. top five teams.
1: There you go. You know what I'm uh, saying? No real surprises here. Yeah. Uh, I think when I went through the top 25 and I really scoured through it, what surprised me was how many ranked teams were in the ACC. Hey, um, there's, there's
0: a couple of them. I ain't even going to lie to you.
1: Definitely more four? than the normal year. Yeah, yeah, we
0: four. four. We got four. Yeah, that's what I thought. I mean, that's a good start. Uh, the ACC, um, I felt like when, when Clemson, I'm going to just be straight out with it. I'm a Clemson fan, born and raised. My dad went to Clemson. My granddad went to Clemson. My dad was recruited by Danny Ford to play quarterback for the triple option Tigers in the 80s. Early 80s. That's
1: early major. 80s. That's major. So,
0: I mean, I've been a Tiger my whole life. My dad on the Tiger Paul 50-yard line after a game. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's like some storybook stuff. I've been there all day Yeah, yeah. be repping the Tigers, all right? So, in this- 2016, when we won the title, the ACC was the best conference in football. Now, hear me out. I feel, I think we finished with, like, five or six in the top 25 and we won more bowl games at the end of the year than the SEC did and plus winning the national title I mean but since then this is probably like the most top 25 teams they've had in the, in the uh, you know since what was that 2016 I mean you know what's driving it what you think the the quarterback market
1: this, this division is loaded with quarterback talent um <laughs>
0: You couldn't set it any better.
1: You, it, I just did the count. It's
0: actually five teams. It's actually five. I just saw Pittsburgh. I, I, I skipped for Pittsburgh. Um, uh, yeah, Which is – that's probably the be. most
1: surprising, shocking team because Jay just lost their quarterback in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, best but receiver to USC.
0: Yeah, the – yeah, Addison. Addison to USC. That's a tough loss, dude. I'm not going to lie to you. But the guy who ran uh, the bowl game, because uh, Pitt didn't even play the bowl game. I thought that was some punk shit, dude. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, it's probably ended up being a good decision because he went kind of where he was gonna fall, and he went to like the perfect team. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it wasn't wasn't too high on Kenny Piggy coming out in the
1: draft, but I no. said I wouldn't doubt Pittsburgh. Uh, they have just a really good drafting history. They don't do this quarterback thing too often, and when they do, they tend to hit it out the park. Yeah. And you know, I don't really buy a lot of stock in the preseason. but from what yeah, I've seen, you can't nowadays. What I've seen of Kenny Pickett, though. Um, dude, looks, looks all like right, man. threw a
0: game-winning touchdown pass in the, oh, like the preseason. Looks like a quarterback. Definitely has a feel yeah, like a feel quarterback. Yeah. Nothing
1: spectacular, but just knowing how to get the ball out, where to go with it, being on time with it. That And, and he has athleticism to add to it. Um, so, I'm excited to see what could become of that because they do have a lot of young pass catchers up in Pittsburgh. So yeah. if Ken is able to work out, that'd be great. But would you, speaking of the ACC, you know, uh, a lot of guys are high on Tyler uh, – is it Van Dyke? Van Dyke, yeah, Van Dyke for um, Miami. Van uh, yeah, Dyke's all right. Van Dyke's yeah, all
0: right. I think they got a freshman coming in that could uh... – I don't know his name off the top of my head. I'll have my my notes way better next time. Um, but, the you know, they replaced that Derek King dude who, you know, he was all right. He was Never right. was a fan
1: of his. He always wanted to run around instead of passing. Yeah,
0: on. you know, he, like I said, he was you know, all right. But Van Dyke had to take over last year. But Miami got coming in. it's like a six-foot-four uh, frame guy. He, he looks all right. You know, I'm more the uh the O'Leary guy at NC State. Okay, that, you like Devin. You like yeah, Devin. He he's not too bad. Uh I don't really like him because I feel like he's too cocky, but that's cause they got the win on us last year. <laughs> but the guy threw 35 touchdowns with five picks. That's a pretty good statistical freaking season, dude. That's
1: my type of NC quarterback. NC State quarterback. It's my type of quarterback.
0: Yeah, like it, very successful with the football. I mean you get, you know, he's a junior, he's eligible eligible for the draft. I don't think he would go. I just don't think there's that much hype around it. But for them to be like, what are they, thirteenth in the country? Yeah. I mean yeah. preseason 13. It's gonna be a huge game if Clemson and NC State can be uh undefeated uh time they play because that is what was that week five uh, but luckily, we have that at home. I'm obviously going with the Tigers because uh, we can get out of Wake Forest with a dub. I think we'll be 4-0. It could be an undefeated matchup. Um,
1: Wake Forest,
0: another Wake Forest, ranked team. Another another ranked team. And they brought their quarterback back. Yeah,
1: he's dealing with some off the field. Yeah. So not, I think none injury-related issues, but from what I've been like reading and hearing, Uh, Just from the sports media I consume, they expect him back sooner rather than later. Probably even playing week one. So uh, getting Sam Hartman back would go a long way. Yeah, Uh, Wake Forest, always shout out to Wake Forest because I love the way they run their read option. I love the way they run their zone, their running back zone. uh, They had three
0: guys over 500 yards up.
1: um, it, Well, when you run the way they do with the pitch man holding the ball or the quarterback holding the ball like a little second longer than most teams, yeah, uh, it's kind of hard to decide who's getting that ball. That, so,
0: it's like that wait-and-run read option.
1: Yeah, any little you, bit of hesitation. You literally
0: just got it in his pocket, and then you're like, uh, yes or uh, no. You know, and you just hand I that would shit, shit, shit off shit or you myself. pull that shit <laughs>
1: I would shit myself, man. I cannot imagine my coach being like, okay, we're running the read option on third and two. I need you to hold it an extra second while all four of these like Clemson defense alignment yeah. are coming towards you. <laughs> it's like, yeah, at least two to three of these guys are
0: going to the league, dude. Like I'm going to get lit the fuck up. You would think, you would think, but, uh, you know, I mean, Georgia Tech ran that triple option for years and they were, you know,
1: a terrible team these days. Oh my A terrible God.
0: Terrible team. They're their best for player transferred to Bama. Yeah. And I don't even think that dude's gonna I hope he gets some playing time. He because... he he should be. He should be playing. Oh, he if he don't, that
1: means they just got some monks because I think he was top three in the nation in broken tackles last year. So oh, adding that to Bama with in fucking offensive of line that should be able to run the ball this year. Yeah. Wasn't able to do it last year. Uh adding a guy who was top three breaking tackles for Georgia Tech just is a recipe for domination. Um and that's where I like to start with Alabama, the number one team coming into the year. Let's uh, get into it, bro. Fifty third strength of schedule in the nation. Uh notable games. Uh week two, they play Texas. If At Texas, Texas. At Texas, New. The, big, the big question is always, is Texas back? Let me answer that for you very simply. Not week two. They will not be back. They will be broken, <laughs> they will be beaten, and they will be defeated and sent home uh, to the locker room. I know Saban loves Steve Sarkeesian. Yeah. I will probably be taking an under position on this game. Uh, just simply because I don't think I, I, Texas got a freshman starting quarterback, they five star, five they, star. They asked Nick Saban about Steve Sarkeesian, they asked Steve Sarkeesian about Nick Saban, and yeah. the admiration that they both talked about for each other. Just like a great know, combination,
0: he came over and won a title with Nick Saban, dude, and then bounced to Texas. Great play caller, he is a great play caller. I want a title, but, dude. Yeah, I mean, I gotta agree. Unfortunately, gotta
1: agree. Because of the way Nick Saban talked about uh, him, Steve Sarkeesian, I just don't think he's gonna let his team just fifty burger them. So that that's one thing. You think,
0: you think he's just gonna kind of what like a thirty-eight to three?
1: Yeah, you get up real big early and just kind of sit on it, work on
0: the right. See, I would hope not, man. I, I would really hope not. But you got the Heisman Trophy one of the best players in college football, I think, personally. I love Bryce Young. I think I think he's wonderful. I think he's great. Um, just they happened have to be the, an unfortunate throw. That they have him, the best player in college team. football on their team on the defensive side. Yeah, on the defensive side, Will Anderson, man. Ain't nobody like him, dude. Potential number one overall pick.
1: <sighs> Listen, whoever finishes number one overall, I get the need for a quarterback. I truly do. I get the need for the quarterback. is Typically, if you're finishing that bad, either your quarterback got hurt or your quarterback stinks and your team's bad. You need a new quarterback to kickstart yeah. it. Or, hear me out, or you don't love every quarterback that's right there and you take the guy who should have been at the Heisman Trophy ceremony last year and you, you take the guy who's probably going to be anywhere between 15 to 20 sacks. Doesn't matter if he's double teamed or not. I watched Will Anderson just straight up destroy people. Week after week, and I'm so ready to watch him play on Sundays. I'm so ready to watch. I love me a good defensive play in college that just kicks ass, and that's what he does. (laughs) I do, I do, I truly do. I I like me an ass kicker man, and that's what Will Anderson does. Uh, Other notable games for Bama: Week Five at Arkansas,
0: at at Arkansas, and then the following week is Texas A&M at home. Listen,
1: take your money.
0: Take That's, your money. It's going to be a game of the year type game, in, in my opinion, it Take your money and put it on Bama because I feel the opposite
1: way. That is going to be a you shouldn't have been talking that shit. You are at really? my house. This is payback from last year. Uh I get Jimbo has recruited well over the last two seasons and going into this year. he's He has recruited at a Nick Saban pace. They were able to do it last year in Texas A&M with Zach Calzada. Still don't understand how to happened. Yeah. But this year, um, they about to poo Icy. They about to get it back in blood. <laughs> I, I, I'm telling you right now, take your money and put it right on the Alabama uh, Crimson tie. I don't give a fuck what the spread is that game. Nick Saban will be poo shy. He'll be saving shisty. Nick Saban, that's my dog, but Saban, no one really shiesty. I'm telling you, it's going to be bad. <laughs> it's going to be bad for Jimbo. I, mean, I don't trust Jimbo in big game spots like that.
0: I, uh, I understand that. I totally understand that. I think, uh, I, I, I think this team could be undefeated. They're both going to be undefeated, I think. But uh and has got a week three against M- a Miami at home at night. It's, it could be a top 10 matchup uh, by week three. Um, I, so, I don't know how I feel about it. If they can get through them and be undefeated, I don't know, man. I, I think this would be obviously this is going to be like huge, like matchup, uh, because of the shit talking off the field between the coaches, obviously. Uh, and the way Texas A&M has been recruiting, I mean, it could be a year early for them, but I, I don't. A good game early at least. I'm gonna give you that one. It should be a good game early at least. But I expect a big game from the Heisman Trophy winner. I do. I do too. Uh definitely a game that's gonna I'm gonna be
1: glued to uh, week six. I will add that you uh we're jumping ahead here with Texas and M. Just fuck it, we're gonna do it. Um, yeah. I will add that I know they play Miami week three. Right after yeah. that they have Arkansas that next week and the week after that I do believe they play South Carolina and then they play Bama. So, I know South Carolina's not nothing special. No, I Carolina's
0: want... after Bama.
1: They're after Bama? Okay. So, yeah. they get Miami, Arkansas. Is it
0: bye week then, Bama? It's uh, – so, the 24th first – no. So, they got four straight. Technically, five – they don't have a bye week until uh, after Bama. Okay. So, so, they got five straight, and then they go straight to Bama. Um, there's no way – just playing Miami, then turn around and playing
1: Arkansas, that they're even remotely healthy enough when they play Bama. I just don't.
0: <sighs> that's a, that's but, a great way to look at it, dude.
1: But also, our, Arkansas is just a team I'm looking to fade. When we get to their schedule, you'll understand why. They just play too many tough matchups. Uh, they're going to be so beat up week after week. Arkansas is just going to be tested. Um, it's going to be a real push for. Uh, I can think of the, co- the coach's name for Arkansas right
0: now? Coach's name, uh, I can't tell you either. I could look it up real quick.
1: Let's see. Coach so, bro, so. That'll be Alabama, pretty much noteworthy games. Uh, always got to put that they play LSU and LSU there week 10. I got so,
0: Sam Pittman.
1: That's yeah, Sam Arkansas. Pittman. Pig suey, my guy. Sam Pittman, make sure you eat a lot of hog. It's going to be a long season, buddy. <laughs> Eat a lot of hog. It's gonna be a long season.
0: Uh, I love it. I'm,
1: I'm telling you, man, this schedule is fucking brutal for Arkansas, man. Like, <laughs> I, I, I feel for them, man because they will not be ranked at the end of the year.
0: And they but, open with Cincinnati. Dude. That's uh, I mean, that's, that's a
1: crazy. I mean, that's a potential win. Uh, they do I have a lot like of it talent is, returning.
0: I feel like it is too. They got this quarterback. That is it KJ? One. Is it is it KJ Jefferson? Is that his name? Yeah, it's Jefferson. He is back.
1: <laughs> I like him. He has still to develop, I but I like him.
0: I hated that they got fucking
1: Georgia last year. I mean, there's no the tra- Traylon Burge though. There's no Traylon Burge this year. Oh, he went
0: to y'all, didn't he?
1: Yeah, yeah, he's in Tennessee. He's in Tennessee. Congratulations,
0: so, dude! I think you know, that was yeah. a great, uh, like addition. So you, you lose AJ and then you get this guy. They're like I guess that's fair. You know he's cheaper and you know he could be could be all pro. Who knows? Um, I, I, a lot of people are really down on him because he's
1: been playing into the third and fourth quarter. Uh, that's simply because Mike Vrabel wants him to get as many reps as possible. He wants his condition to be on point. And people forget they were making such a big deal at the mini camp because he missed the whole mini camp with allergies and being out of shape.
0: So he still yeah. needs
1: to make up all that time. Um yeah. So I, I I like Trey Burks. So I think he's gonna be a stud. So I agree I think with you so too. I'm totally. Um, agree. Let's move on to Ohio State here. Uh, number two team in the nation. Uh, new defensive coordinator Jim Knowles comes over from Oklahoma State. Just gonna let you guys know. I don't have that little bit of timid inf- information for every team. Uh, I just felt I just felt like that was very notable for this team. Because if you watch this team over the last few years, one of the biggest problems with Ohio State has just been the back end of their defense, just not being very good at tackling, not being very, 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 being very sound in coverage. Nah. Uh, defense have always needed a little work They have explosive offense uh, with Chase Stroud, I mean, uh, CJ Stroud, who I like a lot. I hate to say it as a Michigan fan, but, man, he, he balls. He's a uh, – He's got it all over the field, deep accuracy, short accuracy. We'll say that under the rest, though, he's a really good decision-maker. He's a playmaker, but you can get him the uh, ball placement. It gets a little wild under the rest. But with them having Trayvon Henderson returning that running back, who was a freshman last year, um, they, lost that a that nice. bit. they lost a good bit to the league. You know, they're always going to have some talent.
0: Well, they lost a lot to the league, man. And, their uh, their yeah.
1: defense is uh, – Gonna be better, but receiver it, they just retool. Uh Jackson Smith Jigba, the, and Jigba, Marvin
0: Uh the next coming, dude. That guy is amazing what that dude did to Utah, man. Shit. Wait, was just wait, not right, they, man. Listen, halfway right.
1: Utah.
0: That was one of the greatest bowl games I ever watched, dude. Definitely best I hate bowl Utah, person, except for the
1: Vince Young national title. I had Utah plus seven on a ticket, I believe, so seven yeah. points dogs. I also met Utah on the money line because I just felt like they were going to win. I was so excited the first half, felt <laughs> so good. And Jackson Smith and Jig just took my ticket, put it in the toilet, and proceeded to take a massive shit on it. <laughs> uh, so
0: describe that any better? Dude. I mean. The guy that's exactly
1: what happened wide
0: out changed the game
1: then um and and changed that's the game. that's the thing about man, just uh that passing game man, and just having Brian Hart lined up now uh Brian Hartline's the difference right now between what happens at every other university as far as receiving what happens at. Ohio State. The way he develops them, the way he coaches him, is just different. If you get you one of these Ohio State pass catchers, typically he's going to be able to come in and contribute right away in the oh, NFL. Yeah. So Ohio State opens the first game with the Notre Dame, and it's a night game. Um,
0: is this a neutral site or is this in the Big, I think it, the I big think, House? I think it. Excuse me, the horse. I
1: think it's in Columbus.
0: Yeah, I man, I'm gonna be real, man. I think Ohio State. They're going to roll practice, them.
1: Dude. Take your money, people, <coughs> of this podcast. Take your money and put it on Ohio State. I think right now they're laying 16 or 15 points. It's good. It's good money. It's good money because here's the biggest question. Who the fuck is playing quarterback for Notre Dame? I know Jack Cone played there last year and it was terrible. I know yeah, they have, have Michael Mayer. College, the
0: to- it just didn't work out, Yeah, I know they it's have Michael Mayer. They have two good tight ends, but... Oh, uh, uh, Notre Dame's really good with tight ends, usually. Dude.
1: They tip, yeah. offensive line's talented. They have some defense. But uh, it's going to be very tough for Marcus Freeman to have enough athletes to keep up with what Ohio State has. Um, Wisconsin will be week four. Uh, week six, they're at Michigan State. And, of course, they end the year with Michigan. Um, and so, boys... That, that you know, that's a tougher, it's it's not a super tough schedule for them. Th- that's one the best best most chance favorite you have. Games I've
0: ever watched was y'all beating them. Aren't you a Michigan fan? Yeah. Yeah. So, watching y'all win last year was, like, one of the coolest things ever seen. In the you snow, know, you dominated them, dude. At
1: home, just for everything, them. riding on it, just, you know. no wins, dude. Like, you couldn't I, ask for an awesomer game to watch. That was a special team last year. It really was. Just, yeah. I think all Michigan fans knew after about four weeks that this team had a chance to be really special. Uh, the slip-up against Michigan State still hurt. I cannot wait to get that revenge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Penn State game uh, was good. But we got to Ohio State – I knew we were going to win that game just based off the energy and the way they were playing. It was different than any other year. Um, it, it, it comes to times where you just get tired of getting drugged by your rival, and after 15 years, it was just time to get time of, uh, <laughs> to get up out of that rut. So, shout out to Harbaugh, man. Uh, everybody been talking shit about you, but I'm still right with you. Yeah. Uh, the number three team in the nation, Georgia, they're going to open the season with Oregon week one. Um, I like that pretty much a home the game, game for them cuz it's in Atlanta. Um, take your money, Dan Lanny, the defensive coordinator from the Georgia Bulldogs last year, uh is now the head coach at Oregon. Um, is he really? I called-
0: actually did not know that. I did not. Yeah, know he
1: is. It's going to take a minute for him to get that team tough. Uh you know, Oregon recruits at a high level and oh, 100%. they if they can get some defensive talent to come to Oregon, and what the, what they get on offense, they could probably run the Pac-12 for a couple of years, uh, depending on how long it stays around. But yeah. I would take my money, and I would bet it on the under of this game. I'm not sure what the number is right now. Um, yeah, I don't have any numbers. Just I just Georgia lost so much on defense. Um, not a very explosive <laughs> offense still going to have Stetson Bennett at Stetson Bennett on the center. And for the Oregon Ducks, they have Bo Nix. They have Bo, Bo Nix. He's from Auburn. And if you know me and Bo Nix, you know we have a love-hate relationship because I won money <laughs> off Bo Nix, <Nicks> and Bo <laughs> Nix has cost me deeply. So, uh, I would be taking an underplay in this game. I don't see Oregon being able to score it, and I don't see Georgia just, like, running over Dan. I don't see Kirby doing that in Dan Landon. Um also, Georgia has a really cake schedule this year. Um, I know they lost a lot, and I know that's the reason why people are like why they rank three. But when you play Oregon, and then the next tough game you have would be week the 12 with Kentucky. Um you kind of understand why. Now, granted, you're going to Kentucky. The other game I listed here is week three. They play South Carolina at South Carolina. If you know anything about Georgia and South Carolina, you know that. Uh, shit gets wacky down in Columbia. They tend hey, to man, drop one a, of those games. That's a noon game. They will drop Columbia. that game. They will drop that game in a heartbeat. They do it every couple years. They just drop that game against <laughs> South Carolina. So I had to put it on there. I re- remember about three, four years ago with South Carolina, when they my were high, man. they went out and lost
0: to them. Oh no, man! I don't know, man. I don't think so, man. I, I think, I think with the addition of Rattler to the Gamecocks, I mean, that's gonna make it interesting. But I don't it, it, know. It makes man. it interesting that, only that if you... tight end they got from Georgia, that Bowers dude. That oh my god. Guy, is a fucking monster and I think he's gonna run all over South Carolina dude. I don't know. I could be completely fucking wrong, but I
1: don't know. Man, hey, listen, Bowers is gonna give every team hell this year. Oh Oh, my god, he's so fucking good. He just came out of nowhere, dude. He's a
0: he is a nightmare. That dude's like Jimmy Graham and fucking Travis Kelsey, like in one dude. He really is. He's skinnier and faster. He
1: doesn't look big at all, but from what no. I'm told, like from what I, from what I understand, he's powerful as shit. But when you watch him run routes, he's basically a receiver. It's ridiculous. Yeah, like, yeah. And he picks his. He gets so much faster as he picks up speed. It's ridiculous. I like watching him play a lot. Yeah,
0: get uh, in the, like the yards, man. The next team, Got them uh, boys, man, will be the Clemson Tigers. We got them boys. Listen,
1: you, I'm just going to say this before I let you take over and talk about your Clemson Tigers. Go for, it, all, Go for All it. the shots about Clemson never plays nobody. This year, you can't say that. They'll be at Wake Week 4. They'll be playing North Carolina State. It's going to be a Top uh, 25 matchup. And then that one's
0: going to be a Top 10 matchup. That's back-to-back.
1: And, and then they'll have Notre Dame at Notre Dame Week 10. They'll still be
0: ranked probably yeah, Top that 10. That is already 7.30 in B.C.
1: Another Notre Dame. That's going to be tough. Right? 12, y'all be playing Miami Week 12. So, yep. there you go. For
0: all the people the who say game, they never Cucks. play nobody, there they go. With the Rattler, Spencer Rattler Gamecocks at home, luckily. I think I think we should, I feel good about can, it. I think our can South
1: Carolina right? muster up the ability to score a single point against their
0: rival? Find uh, out. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll find out, dude. I mean. <laughs> Last year was pretty fucking wild, dude. You couldn't score it. Listen,
1: I have a Carolina fan I work with, and he likes to talk shit about how, oh, y'all went to Georgia, y'all got bullied, y'all see what real athletes look like. And I'm like, man, listen, <laughs> there's a few game, plays in that game that if we just take them back, that game looks completely
0: different. Oh, 100%. Like, you know, dude.
1: It looks completely different. You Take back
0: one throw. And uh it's yeah, a you, different you, fucking ball
1: game. Dude. You take back the throw where the receiver, I mean, the cornerback stopped and just didn't, like, find the ball. And then you take – you you give us that one big play that we dropped down the field that would have been touchdown, and that game looks like – it's it's like a nine-point game instead of, like, what it is. 100%, uh, man. Even 100%. though you can't those, – those plays are made –
0: you Wait, say that against Pittsburgh last year first as well, dude. We had a big fucking drop, wide-open touchdown. Shipley, our fucking running back, uh, the white boy, number one, he's like a McCaffrey, dude, uh, but bigger, in my opinion. Yeah. That dude was like our top offense last year. He was our best weapon because um, uh, DJ, he just couldn't find the confidence or, you know, the awareness to pick it up. Um, but uh, I, I'll, I see. I, you got a new. D, do y'all
1: have a new offensive coordinator? Because I could not stand offense. I was
0: running last year. Brand new offensive and defensive coordinator this year. We lost uh, the greatest, possibly the greatest defensive coordinator of all time.
1: That's uh, what I scares me about clubs. Right. Pitables,
0: but we replaced them with Wes Goodman. This dude's been. We went and we went with the internal hires this year. Which, well, I'm just like, eh, you know, but, okay, let's give it. a shot.
1: The one thing that scares me about, like, when you do that with eternal h- hires, because I know you're like, eh, and I be feeling the same way, is people tend to say, oh, well, this guy's been with us for five to six years. He's been right under Vrabel, I mean, uh yeah. Venables. He, he, he knows the defense. He knows all this. And it's like, yeah, but when you're not the guy, you don't know all the little – tweaks and little turns to make everything work. You might be able to call the same plays, but you don't. Sometimes you don't know the why, and sometimes could, you don't I know could. the little tinkers. I
0: could, I could feel that. I could feel that. I don't expect. know, man, This defense is going to be elite. He a really good bowl game, I'll say that. Uh, this defense is going to be elite, though. I know that. Oh, yeah, 100%, dude. Uh, we have talent all over the field. Obviously, the defensive line, we got two. Probably the
1: best in the nation.
0: Possibly best in the nation. We got two uh, All-Americans on the ends. We got Brian number eight, and he'll be a junior this year. And then we got Miles Murphy, dude. They're scary, dude. I'm not going to lie. They're scary coming off the edge, man. They're going to get to the quarterback. They're going to apply pressure. And uh, we got big Tyler Davis, uh, in the, uh, defensive tackle position. Like we just, you know, we got barely like really young talent in the secondary. We got a Nate Wiggins, uh, in the secondary. I mean, this dude was like a four star come in. We had a guy retire this year, uh, due to injury Landon Zanders. Uh, wasn't much of a fact really, but we got all Americans as sophomore. We got a quarterback Andrew Makuba, number one. The guy can ball. The guy can ball. He's in our secondary. I mean, you really think about it. I I love our defense, man. I love our defense. I feel good about it. We brought a five-star in the Troy uh, Perino, uh, the Torino Pride Jr. guy. This guy's uh, from St. Louis. This dude's already first-team reps in in, uh, spring practice. Uh, and the, the orange and white game was starting. I mean, then we got Malcolm Green, and we got Nate Wiggins, like I was talking about. I mean, these are like four-star, five-star guys. Um, and our secondary, I mean, we don't really lose anybody at linebacker. I mean, I, I feel really good. It's just if DJ can really pick it up on offense, I mean, I feel like we have a, a playoff uh, team. Think we got a college football playoff team. Um it's just DJ's gotta pick it up because we got a five-star All-American right behind him.
1: And that's why he waiting that's why he has no choice.
0: He has no choice. Uh either pick it up or Cape. Klubnick, five star out of Texas, won Mr. Football, won the best uh state champion. I mean, state championship Texas, five star. I think it was like five. Five or six, a uh, Texas football, the highest level state champion. I mean,
1: so Texas. D- DJ. Uh, if you're you out there listening,
0: which I, if if I hope
1: you, I hope you're out there listening, DJ, you should be listening to this podcast. Yeah. Um, if I was a bet man, I would bet that you better pick your fucking play up, or yeah. you will be on the bench.
0: Absolutely. <clears throat> and we got somebody that can actually play behind them this year. Last year he got away with it because our backup was no better. Like I tried to say that everyone's pull him, pull him. I'm like no, 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 no. We gotta keep him out there. He needs to get his head out of his ass and pick it up. But I believe in the guy. I believe in the guy. Uh, He's definitely gonna be QB one, and hopefully, we have a great start. It's uh, game one, Georgia Tech in Atlanta. Which I think is just crazy.
1: Take your that, money and bet it on Clemson, people. Take your money and bet it on Clemson. Yeah, very necessary
0: location, but it's a night game. It's Monday. It's Labor Day night. I think that's Labor Day, correct?
1: What a great way to cap off your Labor Day. You eat some dogs, eat some beans. Yeah, drink some is. drink some beer.
0: You know, Watch real some boys,
1: real America shit. And then you turn on the TV at night, and Clemson's up twenty-one to nothing with. Eight minutes left in the first quarter And you're like god damn <laughs> I, I can go to bed after this beer uh, We're going to move right along to number Five team Notre Dame Uh They're, they're notable games We talked about it they're going to play week one At Ohio State bet your money on Ohio State They're going to play off of bye. They're going to get BYU week six Clemson week ten And then they'll go to USC To end the year Um that is a, you know, There's, they're, a they're not going to finish. They're not going to finish in the top five. Okay, well We no. don't have to worry yeah. about a Notre I don't Dame believe in them what uh, playoff conversation this year. We don't have to worry about it. I am pretty sure Ohio State and Clips is going to take care of that for us. Yeah. Um, Marcus Freeman, shout out to him. Longtime defensive coordinator. has been pretty good at every stop he's been at. He's finally going to get to run the show. Um, unless he gets some phenomenal quarterback play and uh, a little bit athletic on defense, they're going to really struggle in those notable games. Uh, number six team, Texas AM, as we talked about earlier. Guys. Week three, they play Miami. Week four, they play Arkansas. Week six, the B- Alabama. And then week nine, they will be playing Ole Miss. Um, Ole Miss, Miss. you're gonna hear that. You're gonna hear their name on here, but I just don't expect Ole Miss to be as good. They lost a lot of talent to the NFL, and Matt Corral was everything for those guys. I watched them play that bowl game without him once he got hurt, and the that that quarterback was Carson went to levels of bad. So,
0: (laughs) um, yeah. yeah, at Auburn as well. I don't know if you mentioned that one.
1: Uh, yeah, I expect Auburn to be a little bit better this year.
0: Yeah, uh, me too, dude. That, I think it's well, Kaylin DeBoer,
1: easy. I think, is their coach. Kaylin DeBoer, I expect him to be a little better. Uh, man, Texas a and is all about this. If you trust Jimbo Fisher, you bet with him. If you don't trust Jimbo Fisher like me, you don't bet with him. I'll be looking <laughs> to fade them in these big games. Um, I don't believe in them. A uh, new quarterback coming in. I can't seem to lay in that position ever since Kellen Munn. Yeah, no. Um, tons of talent, tons of talent. Uh Musha Muhammad's son actually plays on this team. I think
0: a ton- really?
1: Yeah, he does. He plays. He you know, he's I think he's a tight end or receiver. Uh, he's, he's really good too. But I uh as I spoke about earlier, just I don't trust Jimbo. Um if he has great talent, the talent is enough to overcome Jimbo. Um so we'll see. The number seven team in the nation. The Utah Utes. Them Utes, man. I um, love them. I'm not uh, going to you. Man. I do, too. Uh, I'm very high on the Utah. Um, hey, I can really see them high not losing a the game. They
0: could win the Pac-12, dude.
1: Yeah, they could, they could, they could not lose I, I a game. I think
0: there's a serious threat to win the Pac-12. Uh, that bowl game, it just a miracle happened. I mean, that's the best way to put it. They should have won that bowl game, but a miracle happened. And, um, I mean, you can't keep your head down too low because – that was just that was a beautiful game, man. To any sports, you know, any sports guy, any football guy, any college football, NFL. That was a hell of a game to watch, man.
1: Yeah, man. So, and uh, um, it was a hell of a game to watch his defense coordinator when he watched it back. And I know he was like, "Why didn't I double this guy? Like, <laughs> why didn't I double Jackson Smith?" You- I got it. He's probably sitting there rewatching the tape. He's probably like, "You know, a double would have really helped in this game." I think. I think I could have really doubled this guy and stopped a lot of this. Hell. Uh, but never nevertheless, they're going to um they're going to start the week season at Florida week 1, which is
0: very interesting. I dude, it's like one of my top like six games to watch week 1, dude. Oh right. yeah, um, it's, it's on my list. I want to see it because I want to see Edge. Yeah, I got some got some games to watch. Uh, after we go through this top 25, and I'm going to tell you that's one of them. Um it's very interesting because we don't know if Florida is gonna do uh Emery Jones or they, if, they should not or be they're going Emory with Jones. Anthony Richardson because the Richardson guy I think is possibly the best guy they got. But <clears throat> they got a guy, uh they got a freshman, Jalen Kidna, six four. I mean, anybody can come and take this job. Uh, I think I think Florida can give them hell, dude. Um, I, I, do too, I
1: do, too. If their defense is any good, uh, yeah. they've been really slacking the trenches lately. If they can get some good trench play, they're going to be right in this game, probably outright win it. Uh, I know we talked about the quarterback situation. If they're serious, if you're a serious program, you don't start Emory Jones or Anthony Richardson. Yeah. You know, we, we've we seen enough Emory Jones. We know what he is. Anthony Richardson's a project. Really struggled with his accuracy at times. But he's a big-body guy who can run. Um, and you can do a lot with his skill set. Uh, really a Cam newton mold type quarterback. But he's no Cam Newton. Trust me. Trust me. Um, oh, I just
0: uh, looked him up. This dude actually, he transferred to Arizona State this year.
1: Which which quarterback? Emory Jones?
0: Emory Jones.
1: Oh, that makes me not like uh Arizona State even more. Herman was with Emory <laughs> Jones. Yep. Yeah. What the hell? They couldn't do anything with Jalen Daniels.
0: Yeah, that yeah, because that guy's uh where did he go to? He went to Oregon, didn't he? Yeah, no, nah, he
1: went to LSU.
0: Yes, L S U. Yeah. I, I kinda like it, but dude, they were they were like bye. They were kind of good. Glad to see him go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They really were, so uh,
1: it's going to be interesting with Utah. They week seven they play USC, and they play Oregon week twelve. They absolutely d- dominated Oregon in both games last year. They played them in the regular season. What they a performance in, the, uh, in both Pac twelve championship, and they just sunned them both times. Just oh my god, just, a, just great performances. They just basically said like we're better than you. We know it. Both games,
0: we both, both games. games. I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna say they weren't close, but like, they just they ran through them, man.
1: Get your fucking weight up, Oregon. Get Literally. your fucking weight up. Literally. Come on, man. Be a serious program here. Don't get your don't get boat raced twice by the same team in the same season.
0: Yeah, come on, man. If they drop, dude, if they went like 0 and four and lost two times this year, good lord, that would be. That would be fucking
1: wild, dude. Phil Knight is going to be taking back all those nice-ass jerseys. <laughs> it's going to be repossession <laughs> time. He's going to show up with a fucking truck and just start personally taking them. You don't deserve my shit. Um, Michigan no, all. is the next team, the number eight team, and the only two notable games Michigan plays, really cake schedule this year. They avoid... Uh, well, Penn State, we'll see what type of team they in. It could be a down year. Uh Man. they don't really have the to play. You guys
0: have them at home.
1: It is. Um Michigan State at home off that's of a
0: great that's a great team to have at home as well.
1: Both teams will be coming off a of bye. And Harbaugh has spoken ad nauseum about we need to beat Michigan State this year. We didn't do it. So I can guarantee you, put your money on Michigan. They will be beating Michigan State. It's a game that Harbaugh cares deeply about, and then we'll be traveling to the Big House, the last game of the season, in which people are already saying we don't have a chance. I and people think we lost everything to the draft. I would tell those Saints people that the literally the whole offense is returning. So you can take with that what you want. They we have a ton of defensive starters. Returning to most of, like, uh, not Hutchison or Jabo. I know most of our pass rush produ- productivity is gone, but the secondary return starters, um, the linebacking core will be way more athletic. Junior Collison is a beast. Um, agree. Mozzie Smith, our defensive tackle that wears 58, is a freak of nature, like, <laughs> literally a freak of nature like a guy who does his top 25 college football freaks every list, every year he makes a list of guys. Mozzie Smith was number one. Like he is a 350 wrecking ball. He is stronger than Ox, and he's super athletic to be a defensive tackle. Uh, It's going to be a team we don't get ran on, so if we can get any sort of pass rush, going out of blitz. You better bet your sweet ass we're going to be right back in that playoff conversation. <clears throat> I like it. Oklahoma's going to be the ninth team. This is a team that in the first year of the Venables era, I don't expect much. But as he recruits and gets his guys in there, Oklahoma's going to finally play defense for the first time in, since probably Before I was fucking born, because since I've been born, Oklahoma has been a finesse-ass team. I refer to teams out of the Big 12 and the Pac-12 and all those teams as finesse teams that just want to score points and play no defense. You will never win a championship that way because you will have to play some defense when it comes time. Look at the teams that consistently in the college football playoff or in that top five. One thing that's doesn't come they all play defense or have the ability to do it when they need to. So uh, Oklahoma will be gaining that ability with Venables. But their notable games is every Big 12 team I wrote TCU in and I know you're like what the fuck TCU was literally trash actually one of the worst defenses in the nation like literally horrendous okay well try this they got really that coaching staff they brought in a really fucking good coaching staff I mean a really good coaching staff and they hit the transfer portal and brought in way more talent they have so much returning production at receiver it makes no sense and their defense got better with the transfer portal I am telling you right now Bet the overall TCU win totals. They are going to be a surprise team. They are going to be really fucking good. Week five, Oklahoma visits them. It is going to be a test. They also play Texas in the Red River Rivalry the week after that. Uh week 10, they play Baylor. And week 12, they play Oklahoma State, which a team I am down on after losing their defensive coordinator and Tyler Wallace to the draft. I am not very high on Oklahoma State. Uh so, with Oklahoma, it's all about what they can do on offense. I think they'll be decent on defense under Venables. He'll get them to play pretty good, especially in
0: conference. And play. defense, they're going to fly around. They're going to yeah. fly around. And they're going to fly around. He's going to recruit better after this year, hopefully. Well, hopefully not, technically. But, you know, for them, hopefully he'll recruit better. And then with better, like, if he can bring in recruits, like we have on our D-line right now to Oklahoma with him running it, it's going to be scary, dude. Oklahoma could be back in national title hopes. Well, they're
1: going to need it. When yeah. they go to the SEC, they're going to need that recruiting. Uh, you know, and that's oh, going to wow. help. Yeah, that's going to... holy
0: shit. Yeah, you're exactly right. They're going to well, have that's going to. to they have no choice.
1: That's going to help having Venables. I mean, it'll oh, be okay. something to go into a recruit's front room and say, hey, you know, you want to come to Oklahoma. We're in the SEC now, and we have Venables, who is a longtime and known
0: oh. star defensive
1: coordinator. He's yeah. going to get you to the league if you're if you're anything on the defensive line. If you're any good, he's going to maximize your potential, and you're going to get to the league because it's what they've been able to do consistently at Clemson for a long time.
0: Long oh, um, time, brother.
1: So week ten, I mean, the number ten team is Baylor. Uh, week two, they're at BYU. Week 5, they're at OK State. Week 10, they're at Oklahoma. Week 12, they play TCU. And week 13, they're at Texas. I told you I like this team. Uh, well, I didn't say anything about this team. I like this team because I like Dave Aranda, the coach. I don't like this team's win total. I don't like them to go over it. Uh, they, I don't think they'll be a the top-10 team in any year. That's a tough-ass schedule, especially the I the back end. I don't end. like the
0: schedule, man. I'm going to be real with you. I don't like the schedule at all. Yeah, I mean, they're fine for their final
1: two weeks. They're playing Oklahoma. Uh, they're playing Oklahoma. They're playing TCU and they're playing Texas. Uh, so, at
0: Oklahoma at Texas. And don't sleep on West Virginia either.
1: You yeah, do. yeah, yeah. JT Daniels is up there now.
0: JT Daniels is going to change that program to mediocre to decent. Not good, decent. But I, I'm telling you, seven o'clock game at West Virginia. I don't like it. I don't like on it. On a either. Thursday. On a Thursday, I don't
1: like it. We're going to remember that right there because that's going to be something we can go back and post that clip of you saying. It's going to be very great when West Virginia pulls Put that it. upset. It's going to be great when they pull that upset. So, if you're looking to fade Baylor, do it so uh, close to the end of the year. I just schedules is get tough. uh The 11th <laughs> team me. in the nation, Oregon. Uh, obviously, they're going to Georgia week one, as we talked about. Week three, they will be playing BYU. BYU is another team. They're the 25th ranked team, and they will not be there that long because they play as tough a schedule as anybody. Um, and then they play Utah. Oregon plays Utah. So uh, I'm not going to spend a whole lot talking about Oregon, but just because I think Dan Landon is going to take him a little bit to implement what he wants to do as far as getting, a, um, getting pro-style defense alignment in there, getting guys that could actually go to the league and – uh, get the guys that can affect the game But they do have Pene Sewell's little brother Noah at linebacker And he's going to be a first rounder He's just a physical freak uh, I had every team Strength of the schedule uh, ranking wrote down but it really doesn't okay. matter it, it, it really doesn't matter Nobody really you know, is, is of note The only thing I would note is that Arkansas And BYU are the only teams on the top 25 list with a top 15 strength of schedule uh, Arkansas was third and BYU is 13th. Hence why we te- we are literally telling you guys to fade these teams. We are <laughs> not fans of these teams just because those schedules no. are so hard. Um the 12th team is Oklahoma State. The they play Baylor, week four at Baylor, week six, they're at TCU seven. They play week seven to play Texas, and week twelve, they're at Oklahoma. From f- weeks four to seven. I'm looking to fail Oklahoma State. I told you guys they lost one of their better, their best receivers, if not the best player on offense, Tyler Wallace. I'm not a fan of uh, their uh, Steven Saunders, their quarterback. He is a turnover machine. Uh, they struggled <laughs> last year against FCS schools, smaller schools. Um, and Jim knows his quarterback is late. gone.
0: They're, they're a team I had late last year. It- if I might add, we're talking about last year. We're not talking about this year. The last year's Oklahoma team Oklahoma State team. They had a shot, man. They played a really good bowl game against Notre Dame. Oh my god, it was good. Yes. It was they really had a good. shot to that playoff and they just couldn't get that yard, man, against the Bears. And it is what it is, man. But you know, Oklahoma State, you know, late last year had a shot. I'm not sure how much talent they lost, but um,
1: they lost that defensive coordinator. That's all I need to know. Jim knows, okay, was like Jim knows had that team in the top 15 like almost every year since he's been there. Uh, with the talent they get at Oklahoma State, which isn't elite talent. So, if you're telling me you take that guy and then you put him on a team that gets elite talent, I can only expect elite production out of that. So, oh, yeah. I will be fading Oklahoma State, I think you should too. Um, North Carolina State is the 13th team. And, listen, all they have to do is week five beat Clemson and week ten beat Wake Forest and win the ACC, and North Carolina State will be in the college playoffs. Uh, that's all, That's it all they be. have to do. But I don't expect them to beat Clemson. That will be the only blemish
0: I expect.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't,
0: I don't see that happening. I think our crowd and our defense is just going to rise to the occasion. I think they often a, will it's click. It's a revenge game. It's a revenge game like no other – and I think we can get it done. But they have a lot of returning uh, offensive starters.
1: Yeah, uh, receive, their
0: receiving production is crazy. At three guys over 550 yards and three guys over six touchdowns. I mean, uh, 60 catches, 51 catches, 31 catches. I mean, targeted them a lot. Um, and then you got a nice little running back, two running backs over 600 yards last year and three touchdowns over a piece. And then, I mean – I mean, Larry, uh, 35 and 5, 3,400 yards last year. I mean. Do, do you know what part of the
1: state, uh, North Carolina State, is in? What city? What city? There's there? like Raleigh. Uh, I think they're in Raleigh.
0: Okay. I think so, it's yeah. Raleigh, North
1: Carolina, that
0: they play like in.
1: That's too far of a drive. Fuck that. I'm not driving five hours to Raleigh. Oh. Listen, North Carolina is not interested enough for me to drive more than two
0: hours. There. I mean. I mean. I do get they, I mean. I don't see any game other than us, um, but that's at Clemson. I mean, I don't see any other game. Florida State, I mean, but is Florida State back? Fuck no.
1: Man, you know, so college football there. is so much better when Florida State is back, though. I feel like when, 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 when your traditional programs, you know, you when, – when It's were, just were so there,
0: strange that USC just really hasn't been great. And yes,
1: I, when we were in school, that's all, all you like heard the about. Trojans, man. If the, like you know, Florida State and Texas and USC could get back to some like bit of relevance, like then, like college football would be great for years to come with all those teams plus the teams we have now. Just yeah. doing it. Um, Michigan State is the 15th team. They're gonna play Ohio State week six and then turn around and play Wisconsin week seven and then week nine off of bye they get Michigan. So those three games in a row basically with the bye week smashed in. I don't like Michigan State. I know they have done well in the transfer portal. No team has done better adding talent to their team than Michigan State through the transfer portal. But I think this team was like they they, they were lucky last year. There's no Kenneth Walker there. Yeah, I'm gonna say so awesome running back. I think they lose all
0: three of those games. I could totally – I agree with that. I totally agree with that. I mean, you're not beating the boys, and you're not beating Wisconsin. You know, I don't
1: know. I think Wisconsin's due for a bounce-back year. Wisconsin's due for one of those years where they don't lose a game or they lose one. Wisconsin's due for one of those – Oh. You look up, and Wisconsin has lost maybe one game all year. They have a tremendous running back in Braylon Allen. He was a freshman last year. He's yeah. like 6'1", 230, and runs like a 4'4". four. He's a freak of nature. Yeah, you just—he's just like a battering ram. Um, the 16th team in the team in the, na- the 16th team in the nation, the Miami Hurricanes. Uh, Mark Cristobal coming over from Oregon, trying to mold this team into I think his liking. Scary. Uh, they're gonna get decent production at the quarterback. It's just every like Miami has been putrid on defense, like especially the defensive line. So if they could get that solved, because they're always gonna have athletes, uh, this is a team that could be could be competing for ACC championship. Uh, they do play Texas A&M week three at Texas A&M. They do play at Clemson week 12. And then they do finish the season with Pittsburgh. So, I will be fading Miami because I don't think they win. They only win two of those games. They probably beat Pitt, but they're going to get beat by Clemson. And they're going to get beat by Texas A&M. Um, yeah, I just don't think they have the horses on defense to keep up with any of those guys. We'll
0: see what they look like at Texas A&M. So yeah, that's that's going to be a good test. That's going to be a good test. That's going to be the test, and if they can get through them and North Carolina, then go out Virginia check.
1: Yeah, North Carolina is going to be more improved this year. I know a lot of people like how they lost Sam Howell, but I'm like, yeah, they, they lost a lot the year before that. But before Matt Brown, Brown, he's going to
0: get you some decent talent. He, I
1: mean, he he recruited well. They were very young last year. They, had a, they were very yeah. young. Their defense was atrocious. So, um, I mean, hell! I, I watched the game against Notre Dame where they just—they couldn't stop Jack Cone, man. And when you can't oh, stop Jack, God. when you can't stop Jack Cone, and you then serious that issues.
0: run by the that tailback for uh, Notre Dame. Oh yeah, one where he, he had stiff on—he got kind of caught up and then bounced it to the left, stiff arms like completely to the ground, the guy, and then he goes for like eighty. It was like oh. That guy ran of—they got
1: ran a fucking four seven in the forty. <laughs> Literally, he ran a four seven. Like the, the Williams dude, right? Yeah, he ran a 4 7. He ran like a 4 7, Green So, North Five Carolina. Nine, mate, get some athletes. <laughs> get some athletes, North Carolina. You can't catch a fucking, you could catch the, the tight end, the, the blocking tight end at running back, basically. We ain't going to they... beat
0: Clemson. Yeah, no,
1: down. no, no, no. You got to be burger. Yeah, you got to beat Clemson to be the best in the ACC and North Carolina. In the ACC, oh, no. Yeah they're far away from North Carolina. It's going to be another 6-7 uh, win season. Um, Pitt is the 17th team. Uh, they only have two notable games. They play Tennessee Week 2, which I expect them to lose. And then they play Miami at the end of the season, Week 13 at Miami. Uh, I'd say most I expect them to lose to Tennessee is because Tennessee's not now, back, now, and I know a I lot of Miles say, fans yeah, say that. Like,
0: can we talk about Tennessee real quick? Because a they're lot not of hype back. Around them. They're not. There's back. a lot of hype around them. I don't know if they're back. I'm not gonna say they are, but to be back, you gotta beat Alabama and Georgia on a on a yearly basis, and, and if they, they can't do that.
1: They there's win. no way. You're not they, back. I'll tell you why they won't. This team is atrocious in the trenches. That's why. That's exactly why. Henry Hooker's a decent quarterback, but that defense line has been bad for you. Bad for years. Um, Yeah, Pitt's going to get beat by Tennessee, though. Uh, Pat Narduzzi wants to run the ball, and that's all he wants to do. There's no Kenny Pickett there to make him pass the ball. He will be running the ball. No fake slide technique. Yeah, won't be no fake slides. won't be any of that. It's (laughs) a whole lot of three yards in a cloud of dust. I'm telling you, he just wants to change the rule. And and to be fair, to be fair, Pitt does have a pretty decent defense. So, um, I kind of like Pitt.
0: I'm not going to lie to you. They're one of my games to watch uh, week one. I think uh, the, I think they're bringing that quarterback back that started the bowl game.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be watching them that Thursday night to open, to open the season up well. It's going to be a week- good
0: game, dude. It's going to be a yeah. good game. We're going back to JT Daniels again. It's going to change the culture down there, I think. He's finally going to figure out his spot. He's going to settle in. He's going to take over, and then I feel like that'd be a seven win team at least. I think West Virginia. But uh, we're talking about Pittsburgh here. So, I mean, they got a favorable schedule, but you say they lose to Tennessee. I believe it too. Um, Got out North Carolina. I don't like that one. And then. At Miami, I don't like
1: that one either. Uh, yeah, no. yeah. I would have said a team the score a lot. to be a high-scoring team. You're going to have to score points to beat Tennessee and to beat Miami. 100%. Um, Wisconsin, number 18, a team I told you I like earlier to just be – you look up and Wisconsin hasn't lost a game or Wisconsin lost one game. And that one game is going to be at Ohio State week four. Um, And then they play Michigan State at Michigan State week seven. Other than that, they have no more notable games, so I can totally see Wisconsin finishing as a one-loss team. Uh, Number 19, the Arkansas Razorbacks, the team I told you to fade earlier, and here's why. Week one, they play Cincinnati. Week four, they're going to Texas A&M. Week five, they are home for Bama. Week seven, they're at BYU, and week 12, they play Ole Miss, and that is not including the rest of the SEC schedule they play. Arkansas will be beat up. Arkansas will be bruised, and Arkansas will never recover, like Drake, Lil baby, and Ghana. They will never recover. <laughs> um, so I would be betting the under on the Arkansas Razorbacks win total. I don't like it. Um, they
0: just have two. What is score? their win total? If I, uh, you don't mind me asking.
1: I did not have it on hand. Uh, I was going to plan on. I was going to plan on having win totals for the next show. Because I know okay. the show will go a little long. Even though I know by then week zero would have kicked off, but week zero is a fake week this year. So we're not Yeah, to um, Literally only two notable games, and they're not even that notable. We'll talk about that in a second. So I will be fading Arkansas. I believe that win total is somewhere around six or seven. And I don't, I, don't, I I think they they lose
0: four of these games. So, yeah. I like six. But – if it's six, I like the over. If it's seven, I like the under. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. I'm the same way because they're going to drop another game in the SEC with all this. Uh, I, I think so as well. They're probably going to be a team that, if, and another thing is going to determine is how healthy they can stay. If they're just if they're getting decimated with injuries during, due to this tough schedule, then they'll definitely be one of
0: those. Yeah, I think that teams. Georgia game kind of did something to them last year too. Yeah, hey, listen, and like psychologically, it was like, oh shit.
1: There is a stat out there, and when – there's a podcast I listen to, and there's basically – it's not even really a stat. It's just like a little bad nugget that when your team plays Georgia, like Bama or Clemson, the next week you tend to perform way worse, and that's just due to the physicality of the game. Um, Like literally – like it, it is, it I, when he talks about it, I'll make sure I write it down and put it in my notes. Like you play Bama, and then the next week, you, you let's say you off, you average twenty eight a game, well, the next week you're probably scoring thirteen or something because you're probably gonna be beat the fuck up still. Um, <laughs> twenty point. I mean, number twenty is going to be the Kentucky Wildcats, a team with high hopes, and yeah, all high hopes,
0: hopes. I like all, the hopes though.
1: Uh I, if you're a Will Levis fan, of course, you know, they lost one day. I like day Robinson a lot. He went to the draft. Um the th- this is basically what it boils down to for Kentucky. Week four, they're at Ole Miss. They're gonna win that game. Ole Miss lost a lot of talent. Like I said, I'm not as high on them. Georgia week twelve is gonna decide everything for this. They're in Kentucky. They're in East Lansing. I think that's where they play Kentucky. Yeah. Um oh, Lexington. They're in Lexington.
0: Uh, in Lexington.
1: If you can't beat Georgia at home, then you will not be SEC East champions. It's as simple as that. Oh, yeah. I mean, 100%. It's as simple as that. You got to take care of business right there. If you can take care of business with that, you'll be walking into playing Alabama. Congratulations. Uh, 21 <laughs> Ole Miss. A team I just told you I'm down on. Matt Corral was everything for them, and I think that's going to show uh, like week five, like I said, they play, uh, I mean, week four, they're going to be playing Ole Miss. Uh, week nine, they'll be at Texas A&M. Week 11, they'll play Alabama. And then week 12, they'll play Arkansas. I will be fading the hell out of them the end of the season. Yeah. From week nine on, I will bet against them from week nine on because they'll be so beat up from playing Texas a and and Alabama and Arkansas.
0: They, they literally have – you have Auburn, LSU – a Alabama, Arkansas. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Fade them when yeah. it gets to week seven or
1: eight. It's time to start fading Ole Miss. They will be beat up, um, and I'm going to make. Sure, I'm. I'm telling you guys, all this fade this team when this happens when it gets here. Betting markets is all about price and timing. Catching it, we give in before the market like you want to you want to be on top of it let's say you get some information nobody else has like a quarterback is going to be off you're going to spend time trying to get as much money down as many book betting sites as you have or many you know positions as you can against this one team where you have the information this is the same way when i'm telling you to bet, get ahead of a market let a team go 6 and 0 and everybody love them and their price jumps up and so you and when you start fading the up, last 5 there you go. When you start fading them, it you, the price would be so great that you will just get – the return will be so much better. Uh, 22 Wake Forest. Simply this. If they can take care of Clemson week four, they'll be fine. But then they, have weeks, then they have week 10 at North Carolina State.
0: They got at Florida State, at Louisville, at NC State. I don't like any of those games.
1: I, 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 I like Louisville a lot, too. I think they're going to be way better this year. Oh, way yeah, more man. improved. Yeah, so
0: 100%. this is
1: a team Louisville's a team we'll be talking about in the, the year. They'll be a top twenty five. That Malik Cunningham here dude first. is nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he he's progressed so and much we, as a we passer. almost
0: beat we almost lost to them last year. Malik uh Cunningham had kind of lost excuse me. He left the game quarter and we ended up putting like ten points on the board. And then ultimately we won the game, but that game was a lot closer than I would have liked it to be. Yeah, um, yeah I expect them if he keeps progression,
1: that's only better. Um to have a talent returning. Uh and it's a lot of pressure on um the the coach to produce this year. That's um, Petrino still, I think. Yeah. No, it's 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 uh Sutherland or something like that. Uh he came from like western Kentucky. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been there like four years now. Um, So, yeah, Wake Forest is a team. I'm, you know, Sam Hartman. Hopefully he can get back with the team as quick as possible. There'll be a team that is – I'm looking to fade those, like, just – those two games only. I can see those losing those games. Uh, 23, Cincinnati. uh, Just two notable games. They play at Arkansas Week 1. If they can get past that, they won't have another problem to the last game of the season when they play Tulane. And I know a lot of you are like, what the fuck, Tulane? And I'm like, yeah, Tulane, the team that almost beat Oklahoma last year. Yeah, we should have. They should have. Um, Tulane, what a lot of people don't realize is due to hurricanes, Tulane, like, they missed. That shit should have been
0: in Tulane. That should have been in part. Tulane. They ended up having to play it at Oklahoma, giving them a home field advantage. Because if that was played in Tulane and Oklahoma won that bad, Tulane's going to win that game and shock the world. And on top of that, because
1: of the Hurricanes, Tulane missed out on like a whole week or two of preparation for the game. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Totally. um, Tulane was decimated by injuries, and they just had a weird year last year. I guarantee you Tulane's way better to share for people who follow uh, for the smaller school stuff. I have little nuggets like that. Like, if if I would have had this show last year, I would have been telling you all about UTSA and UTEP. I would have just been telling you about them all year. Minor Nation, Minor Nation, out in the West Texas town of El Paso. Bet those guys. (laughs) I would have been telling you that all last year, guys. I promise you, I would have been telling you about Michigan. This is is why I had to get the show. Because, listen, I am a betting junkie. And I love to have my little tidbits information. And I'm telling you guys,
0: UTEP and UTSA, man, I was betting I on them kind of every really like them. week. I think they're really pretty. They're fun team to play with college football. Oh, yes they, it oh yeah. <laughs> yes, they are. started not to it. Yes, they are. Ex-San Antonio, the roadrunners.
1: Yes, the roadrunners, roadrunners. Meet, meet, baby. Meet, meet. Let's <laughs> go. Uh, let <laughs> That's, that's a beautiful thing about college football, man. You, you just get these small schools that are just covering machines or scoring machines, and you can just latch on to them every week and just and just be like, I'm riding with my guys. Like, Coastal Carolina, oh, my God. Like, last year, just me and my cousin just every week texting about are we really going to bet on the Triple C dynasty again this week That is Coastal Carolina? Come on, man. Uh, 24, Houston. Week two, they're at Texas Tech. I say that because Texas Tech has a quarterback. They just announced it, this, uh, they just announced it earlier. They're going to score a lot of points this year Texas Tech. they ain't going to be any good on defense, but that offense is going to score points on everybody. They've always been like a narrate uh, offense of a team. Th- those are the finesse teams I always talk about. They ain't going to play any defense, but they're going to score some points. Uh, week five, they play Tulane. They week- play Tulane at
0: home at night. It's a 7 o'clock primetime ESPN game on a Friday night. Gonna be
1: oh my god, I cannot wait to bet on that game. Taking over, and then Navy, they will be playing Navy Uh, 12 o'clock noon. Navy has one of the toughest schedules in the nation, if not the toughest. Matter of fact, yeah, Navy has the toughest schedule in the nation. So fade Navy, (laughs) literally, they're the number they have the toughest schedule in the nation. Navy, uh, so fade them 25. A team. I've, I've told you, I'm going to be looking to fade BYU, and this is why. And I'm going to fade them early and later because they might not never recover from these early part of stretch. Listen to this, guys. They play Baylor week two. They're at Oregon week three. They're they play Notre Dame week six, and they play Arkansas week seven. That is a big chunk of the schedule. Uh, that's before any bye weeks. I will be fading Baylor. I mean BYU.
0: All of those except for Oregon or night games.
1: You got a 10, 15 p.m. There's nothing better than BYU football at the 10 o'clock. Last year, they played a game. They played a game at night, and before the first half was over with, there were already about 80 points in the game. It might have been Wake Forest. They played Wake Forest last year in a game where there were like 80 to 90 points scored in the first half. Holy cow. It was absolute bonkers. Um, Listen, if you're like me and you're consuming college football, like from the time it kicks off to two in the morning, the 10 o'clock games are wild. Find you one of these teams (laughs) to watch late night. Uh, I remember I fell in love watching late night football. Jared
0: Goff's last year in California,
1: I watched like almost all of Jared Goff's games that year. Now,
0: did you believe he should have been the number one overall pick?
1: I was a big Jared Goff guy. I was a big Jared Goff guy. I I, I, I did. I'm, but I, to be fair, I'm not that great at evaluating quarterbacks. I know what I don't like, but uh, I I just don't have the. I don't have that that sense of, like, these little kinks that they have. Like, I know a quarterback, a scary quarterback when I see it. I know a bad decision-maker when I see it. I know an inaccurate quarterback when I see it. Uh, I just don't know, you know, some of the things that push a quarterback over the top. Um, that would be the top 25. Um, I do have two notable games for Week 0 that yeah, I want to I share. Several. I was going to – I was going to save my week one games because we will be recording next Sunday. And the only games that will be played by then are week zero. So I was going to kind of save my week one games. So, week zero is Vandy and Hawaii. They're on the island. Uh, Vandy is a seven point favorite. 53 is the over under. It's minus 110 for the over under. And it's even money right now on Bavada for Vandy. I would bet Vandy, Hawaii lost everything to the transfer portal. Uh, like literally everything, and they have a new coach coming in. And I know Vanderbilt isn't a world beater, but when you're replacing, like, a new coaching staff in most of the roster, it's going to take a while. So yeah. I, I I would take Baylor there. And as far as the over-under go, I'd probably take the over because I think they're getting boat raced. Um, Vandy could probably legit score you 38 points in this game. So you really only need 14 to 17 from Hawaii. And against a Baylor-led defense, that could easily happen. 100 um, percent the only other game is from du- uh, uh Ireland I think they're playing in Dublin it's what? gonna be Northwestern in Nebraska yeah they're, what? They're, yeah they're playing in Ireland week zero um Northwestern is a 13 point dog and it's 50 and a half they're over under minus 110 both ways on either of those I don't really have a strong opinion about this game because I refuse to bet money on Scott Frost again so this there you is, go you, you said this is Nebraska. Yes, yeah, Nebraska and Northwestern. They're playing in
0: Iowa. I mean, uh, Ireland. That is the craziest thing I've ever heard, man. Yeah. Hey, That's, listen. That it's is amazing. Me.
1: Why? It's eleven games on week zero, and those are the only two games I give a damn to talk about. So there you go, guys. And my betting, my only betting nugget for week zero is take Vandy in the over. I feel that one. This oh, fa- you can bet against Colorado too. Colorado is playing. Uh, now nah, that's week one. We'll talk about that next week. Then Colorado's playing somebody and I'm betting against them.
0: This is just. Dublin, AVI state, Avia stadium. It's a 1230 mm-hmm. noon game. And mm-hmm. Dublin. That's, mm-hmm. uh, I, I uh, would like to look that up real quick here still. I want to get to my games of the week. Let's see. Nebraska. Nebraska Northwestern.
1: Why? <laughs> I mean, you're we're literally sitting in Northwestern and Nebraska over to Ireland. And I know Ireland has to be – this is not an act of war. I'm I'm gonna let you know that right now, my Ireland people. Us in the UD team are not an act of war. I know you're gonna watch them Atrocious Football. Nobody wants to watch Scott Frost that that early in the morning or Pat Fitzgerald. But uh <laughs> I would be the first to like to formally apologize to the people of Ireland. We did not, uh, <laughs> what we did a, what not a send our best to send
0: to another country to display college football. Yes, yes. We did not send our best.
1: We did not send our best. I'm sorry. We can at least in two exciting teams, you know, teams is gonna score some points. Nobody wants to watch Pat your offense run the ball. It it's doesn't fun.
0: say I'm 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 getting nothing on to is like why or if it's like a promotion or I just I can't I can't figure it out. It's money. Money. There's a reason why I'm there are money. I guess, but like why those teams of all the teams? Why why that matchup? Uh,
1: I think the AD for Nebraska has pretty much told Scott Frost, if you lose this game in Ireland, well, we're going to leave you here. We're going to take your cell <laughs> phone. We're going to take everything from you. So th- that's the reason why. They just want to get him out of the country and, you know, have a good reason to leave him somewhere. That is fucking hilarious.
0: <laughs> fucking hilarious. All right, I got five games to talk about. We're not going to spend much time on them. These are games – I feel like are or must watch for week one. When I say games to watch, I'm I'm telling you, it's a good game. this this would be a matchup that uh will bring a little bit of buzz and it'll at least be a little bit hype, you know, to start. I'm not gonna tell you it's gonna go forty nine, fifty. But I think there's a decent matchups. This is week one. You got West Virginia at Pittsburgh. I mean you got J T Daniels coming in, first game for the for uh the Mountaineers, then you got a brand new quarterback in Pittsburgh with a 17th place ranking. I mean, Thursday night football? I don't know. I really like West Virginia right there. to get. I will be taking
1: hell. West Virginia plus seven people. I will be taking the points.
0: I think it's going to be a great game. A lot of fireworks, potentially. And, um, and then you go Saturday. Number 11, Oregon. Number three, Georgia, man. The national champs. You know, in Atlanta if I'm not mistaken. I mean, yeah, Bo Nix, we're going to see if uh, if he was worth the transfer from Oregon, you know, if he was worth uh, going to get the transfer portal. Oh,
1: I, I can answer that, right, I guess. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> we're
0: going to see. We're going to see that Saturday. Definitely Actually, worth a watch, though. three Cincinnati versus 19 Arkansas. New quarterback in Cincinnati, going up against SEC opponent. I feel like they lost a lot of talent, but I kind of like the matchup.
1: They lost pretty much their whole secondary to the draft.
0: Yeah, whole secondary. I kind of like the matchup still uh, and the fact that it could bring a little bit of fireworks. I'm looking for Arkansas to obviously win the game, but I think that could be actually a fun little matchup. And You got Notre Dame in Ohio State. I think it's going to be awesome if you're an Ohio State fan. I'm going to be real with you. Um, it's a big matchup, but – could be a blowout could be a 42-10 game but it's going to bring a lot of hype uh, to the Saturday and then you go to Monday labor day weekend obviously i'm going to say the tigers uh, this is a huge game for our quarterback dj Uyangalele. i think this is we're going to see if he's matured any you know it's it it's, it's not more the opponent but the atmosphere and basically the moment. You got uh, Monday night. The uh, world will be watching you.
1: I can assure you it's not the world. opponent at all. Trust me, the opponent could not even come. Clemson could play their first yeah. team it's the second team, and that that would probably be more of a game than opponent opponent. That's it. They're going to play. Dirt takes atrocious. It's um, just simply that bad. But It's the I, lights.
0: I, it's the cameras. Week one. I, I agree Labor Day night uh in atlanta mercedes-benz it's a huge stage if he can overcome the hype i think we're, we're gonna have a great year man but uh those are my games to watch dude they're gonna be hype uh, obviously clemson for bias reasons but i think those are really hype games not gonna say they're gonna blow your mind but there's some to watch you know you should pay attention. This is actually a great matchup. Watch the game, enjoy it. However, it unfolds. Those are my games to watch. Week one.
1: I can't believe this man doesn't have Utah State and UConn written down as a game to watch. Who doesn't want to watch the Utah State? Utah State was <laughs> go and play the UConn Huskies. How dare you? How dare you don't list that game? I demand it. I, I, I need to see the Connecticut. Team who is like dogs by twenty eight points to fucking Utah State. I need to see him on your list. I need to see him on your list right now. Uh I agree, man. Those are the notable games for week one. Uh I would add in Penn State and Purdue on Thursday night. Uh I must have missed
0: that because I like that matchup too.
1: It's it's gonna be an interesting game. Purdue has uh the, every now and then, like last year, they will Pull off a couple stunners, and they tend to. Brian Brown can really recruit some offensive players, and Penn State is always loaded with draft talent. It is a Big Ten matchup week one, so I'm very interested in that. But we are at, we are reaching the hour and a half mark of this wonderful podcast. Uh, I fully expect this podcast is. to go long. Uh, you, I, I wouldn't expect every episode to be this long. Uh, but for the no, introductory podcast and for the way the conversation was flowing, it was going so
0: good. Who cares how long we talk? hey if we yeah, talk three
1: hours. You you better listen.
0: Yeah, man, I had a great time. Um, this is gonna be fun. Uh, people fuck with us for real. Uh, they do. We're gonna be we're gonna be coming at you every week, every from week now till uh, you know December. <laughs> hey, I mean, we, college football playoff. We're gonna be coming at you every week till the playoff is over. Yeah, and for sure. Uh, and
1: man, we we're gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna have a lot of fun with
0: this. I've been yeah. really enjoyed my time here, man. This is uh, this has been fun. I um, did too. And th- now, now, going up against your research. Oh man, I love how prepared you are. That makes me want to prepare even more than I did.
1: Man, listen, I'm if, you think, if you think this research is, is something, the NFL show is
0: – Oh, your NFL show, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of it. I, like it. It's I love hearing your, your, uh, your clips. I love, uh, I love that you reach out. Like, you know, let me talk to a guy that actually knows the team. Like, give me a fan. Give me a fan of the team. I don't know if you've talked about the Panthers yet, but – We I
1: covered the see. Panthers this week uh, – yeah, we did. We covered the Panthers. This okay, week. what did you? What do you think about the Carolina Panthers this week? Um, I think my tagline was uh, Matt rules a dick, but this team has talent. I'm just not really a big Matt Rule fan. He's a dweeb. I think I call him a dweeb. He 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 does these weird things where he's like at practice and he's like, oh, I'm really disappointed with the team. They were celebrating after they scored a touchdown and stuff like that. And it's, that's just old man Leo's at cloud type shit, man. Yeah, I feel that. Uh, other than that, man, when you analyze the roster, the improvements to the offensive line, drafting Icky. Um, bringing in other guys, love bringing in. It. I, thought,
0: I thought the draft unfolded in our advantage. Yeah, the way the draft went, we had first dibs at the best offensive lineman in the draft.
1: And Getting him to a, a team that really needed that infl- in you know influx of talent. Getting CMC back, whatever he's able to bring, the receiving core was already pretty good. Uh, so adding Rashad Higgins to it with Terrence Marshall, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Ian Thomas. Uh And the defense, who did lose a ton of talent among the defensive line, I ain't gonna lie with the rotations.
0: Uh, yeah, my, but also Redick.
1: lost the sign Reddick. Lost Reddick. Lost Daquan Jones. Lost Morgan Fox. um, Lost a couple pieces. Still have pieces there. Obviously, you got Brian Burns. If Gross Matos can ever mature into something special, Matos, make,
0: this is a contract year. Well, not really, but like this is like a year where like
1: he can okay, be. Okay, brought
0: you in with uh Derek Brown. Derrick Brown's already kind of proved himself. I mean it's time for you to step up. It's time for him. This is a like I it's a contract year without getting paid, dude. This yeah. is more of a like a <laughs> this is a place in the NFL like type year. Like yeah yeah I this better, is t- like bring the production. So
1: and the only real questions I had on the defensive end was the secondary Okay. Um, not the biggest fan of the trio of C.J. Henderson, Dante Jackson, and uh, God yeah. J.C. Uh, J.C., J.C. Horn.
0: Yeah, J.C. Horn.
1: I like J.C. Horn. I like Dante Jackson, but he can C.J. stay C.J. healthy, man. I mean, C.J. He Henderson has to
0: turnaround
1: route. C.J. Henderson has to contribute. He has to. He has to. Oh play my God, him. we
0: traded for him. And we traded it, for him. We brought him in, and this dude was terrible.
1: Yeah, if he if he if he's bad again, then I'm I'm completely out on the secondary. Uh, Jeremy Chen's probably my favorite person on this defense. Uh, very fun player. Uh, like I said, with improvements on the offensive line, and you're getting a major tick up in quarterback with Baker Mayfield. I know a lot of people want to sit here and shit on Baker, but I remember Baker before the injuries and all the turmoil. Uh, he did take Cleveland to the playoffs. He's a He really changed good the
0: culture in Cleveland, man. Whether you want to believe it or not.
1: And he's a really good quarterback off play of play off, action.
0: First playoff win in like what thirty fucking years.
1: Oh yeah, and he's a really good quarterback off play action, which I I expect him to be able to do. Uh, he has the weapons to I think get a, all that quick. He's got
0: a rocket, a rocket arm. I I don't think he's accurate, but he can sling that shit. And he's a he's a trigger happy. I, he he's not afraid to throw that fucking thing, dude. And that's what we need. I don't need no drop back bouncing around, and just waiting and then getting sacked.
1: I'll say they this: I can
0: fucking toast that damn thing, whether it's accurate or not. Uh, uh, yeah. I can respect a guy that can get it downfield.
1: I say this frequently on my NFL show, and I know people will appreciate this. No one throws a pick that they lean into more, like with, throw it with more confidence than Baker Mayfield. And <laughs> I cannot tell you how many times I've seen him throw a ball across the middle, and I'm just like, that is an interception before it even gets there. And he throws a pick. And then it goes to an Allstate commercial. It is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> it is absolutely hilarious. I'm telling you, I can be watching a Browns game, and there's a play action boot, and he loads it up, and he throws that thing like you say. He he puts something some extra oomph into it, and I'm just like, he is driving it right into a linebacker's hand, and it, and there lo and behold, there's a linebacker right there. Uh, but I I I, I, I think and I'm serious when I say this, and I, and people, we can clip this. I'll go through here and I'll clip some things. You can clip some things that you want to post, but I, I would like to clip this. I think the upgrade of quarterback of Baker Mayfield is just as significant, if not more significant, than the upgrade that the Colts got in Matt Ryan. And I get it. <laughs> Carson Wentz was atrocious. I get it. But Carson Wentz, it's not the reason the Jacksonville Jaguars didn't go to the playoffs last year. Jacksonville blew a shit ton of leads in the second half, like to Seattle week one. Uh, They also blew, they also got beat by Jacksonville, which that wasn't his fault. The ground game that people praise so much, literally couldn't pick up one and two yards on fourth down. So, I... Uh, they were in a bunch of games And I get it Matt Ryan's a veteran He's going to help them overcome that He's going to help them Make a few more plays I just think the upgrade at quarterback Going from Cam Newton Sam Dorn And P.J. Washington To Baker Is just a significant As going to Matt
0: Ryan I'm not saying he's as yeah. good I, 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 I like the uh, I like I'm, him coming in uh, I'm a little yeah. nervous But I, I like it um, I, I think uh, Like you said It's just a Humatic Dramatic, dramatic upgrade at quarterback and you know you just really I, I i didn't like how we got him the way like we just we're like eh, i guess i guess it's time let's just make the fucking trade when we should have like been really confident and be like okay let's go get Baker make real real quick you know I, I don't like how we just randomly brought him in but the loss of matt corral I'm not too like crazy about it. Cause I really haven't felt like he's like showing anything in the preseason, but he has been running like, damn, like 13 reps. You know I mean? This, what, what much production, unless you're running one, can you really see out of a guy? I don't know. I mean, you tell me like, seriously, I, I, I don't know, but I, if we can just keep DJ more happy, that would be wonderful. I, I love D.J. Moore. I love Robbie Anderson. Um, Almost time to pay Brian Burns. Almost time to pay Brian Burns. Yeah. I, I, it, we better fucking pay that guy or I'm going to lose my shit. Dude. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say that right now. That's a
1: special guy. He, right
0: is, uh, he is very special. Um, just one of the better edge rushers in the league and just drop back. I mean, he can. he's just a fucking freak linebacker, really, that can just play defensive end. Um, you, know, you
1: know, the wild thing about that with Brian Burns is we're sitting here talking about him and I'm just sitting here thinking like that'd be a good guy to go put a, a bet in for defensive play of the year, just like long shot, just cause yeah, it's, t- shot, it, it's time to get
0: paid and like this is one hundred percent. This is a contract year for Brian Burns. It's uh it's put up or shut up. He's already put up, but this is a contract year. You want the big bucks? You better put it up again. Exactly. You better put it up again. I have no doubt in my mind he'll do it. Um, I believe in him one hundred percent. And uh, we got uh, Jeremy Chin, my favorite player on defense, our safety. Um, he's a beauty, man. I just, uh, I don't know, man. I just, I just, I, I don't think we're making the playoffs this year. I'll be real. No, this is this is a seven-win team. I feel like I was gonna say six, you know, but. Um, I love that we upgraded that offensive line. I felt like there was no choice but to do offensive line in the draft. Um, I'm hoping that we can have a four to five win year, get a great pick and potentially bring in – uh, Bryce Young, dude, I think that would be the ideal thing to do. But uh, we'll Bryce Young, season unsealed. can I
1: interest you in your little Spencer Rattler, the turnover machine there? I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hopefully the ideal situation is Baker Ball's out, and you guys can lock him up to a multi year extension and you don't have to worry about the quarterback going forward. That would be nice. That would uh, be nice. But also um, it would be nice just going to get Matt Rule off the books right now while you can't. I'm just telling you. I just
0: think he needs to go back to college. And Yeah, I'm not in love with him at all. Uh, dude, did you hear what he said? This dude came out, right, and goes they go like okay, so like you, you didn't do great first year. Like how long do you think it's going to be till y'all like
1: start winning? Oh, he made the Jay-Z comment. When he was like, you know things don't... He a, says Jay-Z. it's going to take
0: us eight years
1: before we're good. Hey! Listen, my son you don't will be tell my the
0: media eight fucking years.
1: My son will be entering middle school in eight years, dude. And he's three. If if it takes you that long to do that, like I don't even know if we. We'll, I, I I don't even know if I'll be like allowing Matt Rule talk at eight, eight years on the show. We we might exile him off the show In eight years. Who knows? You know. I mean, and if I was a GM, if I'm David Tepper, I walk right out there during the press conference and I tap the mic and I'm just like, "We're gonna fire this guy right now," uh, and then we're gonna drug test him because he obviously high. Ah, if you think I'm gonna give him eight years to be
0: productive, but uh, <laughs> I mean, it was uh, just like one of the craziest statements <laughs> I've ever like heard. You know, I'm just gonna just be real that. I don't think when it's first heard him say that. I was like, Yeah, get this guy the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's uh let's let's definitely give him a shot because I felt like it was wrong to fire Ron Rivera. I yeah. felt like it was totally a buffoonish act. We were just in between Super Bowl and being decent and we just let him go. I thought it was the wrong decision. I thought it was fucked up and um you know, we've done a lot of stupid shit over the years, losing and not re-signing key players. I mean, when we let Julius Peppers walk, almost fucking, like, threw up. Dude. Like, Hall of Famer. Definitely going to be a Hall of Famer. Um, I mean, I, I just, I can't believe we didn't sign him. We didn't sign Steve Smith. Are you, like, fucking serious? We didn't, like, sign this dude to a lifetime deal. This dude went to Baltimore. Didn't – I mean, didn't freak out, but, I mean – He was productive. He was very productive in Baltimore. And so, the fact that we didn't re-sign him, we didn't re-sign Josh Norman, who, I guess, would you would you agree with maybe one-hit wonder or maybe, like, just a, a scheme player? He's a scheme player, but he had, like, two or three decent years with you guys. Oh, man. That year we won the or would have won the Super Bowl. Uh, he played unbelievable, man. He was an unbelievable factor for us. Uh, then went and chased the money in Washington, man, and just got exposed. And then has just been getting stiff armed by Derrick Henry ever since. And it's just uh, hasn't been a great look for him ever since he left Carolina. Still getting stiff for by Derrick Henry. This year, he
1: was with the Niners. A.J. Brown made him his bitch. A.J. Brown literally caught like 10 balls on him (laughs) in one game. Uh, (laughs) uh, It's just atrocious quarterback play. Hopefully, he retires. But, uh, man, it's been fun. Same, brother. We will be back next Sunday night. By then, week zero will be in the books, and we'll be previewing week one. Uh, Tons of betting information coming up next week uh game picks you know just things like that of that nature so we looking forward to that uh it's always um like i said we're gonna be posting this up bear with us it'll be going on more uh it'll be distributed to different podcast uh sites as we you know as time goes with us submitting it and them going out and distributing it it'll grow it'll get the stitcher apple music google podcast so you just give it some time but when it does touch down we need you to do some things like rate review subscribe please uh, tell people about it um post it up and bef- please and thank you for that and we're going to be getting out of here man uh so this is me signing off I'll be signing off for of me uh you know as always hopefully we can make some money this season and- hey let's do it you know, let's 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 continue showing up to the Saturday Showdown, and let's take this to number one.
0: Yes, sir. Puffy and Chip, we're doing it. Saturday Showdown. Uh, fuck with us and uh, let's take this shit to the title, dude. Oh yeah, man. So take to the title, man. I love uh, you. and I appreciate you, man.
1: Oh man, say likewise, man. Let's let's.
0: <laughs> I look forward to next Sunday.
1: Next Sunday is gonna be amazing. Let's uh. Try to
0: get it a little earlier next week. Um, yeah, 100%, dude. Because uh, we can go on this. We've uh, already proven that.
1: Yeah, next week it'll be – well, next week it'll be shorter, just simply because we won't be talking 25 teams in a week. The preview, we'll just yeah, simply be talking
0: yeah,
1: 100%. interesting games. So, um, sorry beforehand to people who are like, oh, you didn't talk about my team during this week. Well, your team, we didn't give a damn about the game. So. <laughs>
0: It's just that simple. That's a. You couldn't say that. Anyway. You couldn't say that.
1: that, All right, man. This is Puffy. We'll let Chip sign off. And uh, y'all have a good week. Have a good week. We out of here. We out of here. Peace. Peace.